Welcome to the Financial Feast Podcast. I'm Kevin. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to be talking about seven tips to save money on vacation housing. Welcome back, everybody. Before we get to the topic, we always start with food, as you know. Yep. And I actually have a question for Zach today. <gasps> I know, Surprise. I know. Usually, it's Zach asking the questions on food. But today, I have a question for Zach. So, right. we have asked now four guests. You might not know this yet because not all of them have been dropped. But we've asked four guests now a very famous question of what has been your favorite meal ever? Hmm. And you know what? I realized we've never answered that question I ourselves. Don't think we have. So I point. feel like we owe it to you guys out there to answer that question. And I'm really curious what yours is, actually. I'm really curious what mine is. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> be think thinking about, about that because right. we have to let that one sit for a while. So we're going to talk, as we said before, seven tips to save money on vacation housing. And there's some on here that you probably haven't thought of. In yeah. fact, as we were researching it, they were some of them even surprised us. Yeah, no, there's some really cool, interesting, kind of innovative ones on here that are pretty cool. I think we're yeah. gonna try a few of them. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely am down to try just about all of them, to be honest. Starting with the first one, which I think is one of the more interesting ones. Oh, for sure. Yeah, swap housing. So that is an actual real thing. There's a website, homeexchange.com. You can sign up for $220 a year. You get access to over 100,000 properties or homes in over 133 countries. Yeah. Now, just think about that. You could just up and leave for $220 a year. That's nothing. That's $20 a month. Yeah, which like, is pretty cool. So so the way that this works, right, is they have partnerships, essentially, that you sign up. And let's say you live in Denver, Colorado, and somebody lives in Paris, right? I keep going back to Paris with all these examples, but I must really, <laughs> in my subconscious, Secretly, really want to go really to Paris. Want to go to Paris. Um, let's say you want to do that. You got to kind of pair up, and you can go to the Paris home, and they can come to Denver home. But what's cool about this site, right, and I'm sure there's other places that have it, but what's cool about this site specifically is you don't have to go to their house no and they don't have to go to your house at the same time right they have this thing called like these guest points where they can vacate their house you can go to their house at that time and they don't have to travel at that time and they kind of bank these points that they can then use for a later travel, right? So it's pretty cool opportunity because it allows you to get out into other parts of the country if you're going domestic mm -hmm. or international and really get into like a very localized, centralized place in these different houses and get to experience a culture in a completely different way. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the reasons that this is so interesting is because we've had kind of the advent of working from home a lot more mm -hmm. happen in this country and around the world even after COVID hit and everyone realized a lot of people could. Because of that, this really could stand out for some of those people. You know, go to the Caribbean and work, go to go anywhere and work. And yeah. for $220 a year, that's that's nothing for the, the opportunity to get out and see things more locally and become more entrenched for weeks, months, however long you want to yeah. do it. Yeah, because to your point, it's not like you get a week. You, you can go stay at a house for a week. Like you can do this six times, seven times a year if you want to for a week each, right? Because you're paying a one-time fee and then you have access to their houses. So as long as there's somebody that's available, feel free. And another cool thing that I kind of read about with this site is a lot of times they give you access to their car, right? So you might be able to save on a rental car. That's pretty cool. Because they can give you a car that you can use. They have access to 
other insider things that you might not know if you're going to a hotel, yeah, right? Because they have connections in that local area. So it's a really cool opportunity and a cool option maybe to consider. Yeah. So number one, swap housing. Seven tips to save money on vacation housing, swap housing. Yeah. Pretty cool. Number two, house sitting. So mm. when you're thinking house sitting, you might be sitting thinking like, I have a kid come over to my house at night and watch my house while my wife and I go out to dinner. Right. And that's, they're kind of like watching the house or watching my pets or something, or like we go on vacation and we have somebody that's in my local connection, just come and sit at the house and I pay them blank amount of money to come and watch my house. So that way it doesn't burn down, whatever, or watch my pets. Right. This whole idea of house sitting is kind of like that, but it's a little more extreme, I want to say, because what you're doing with these house sitting, you set up with a person on a website, and there's a number of different websites out there um, that you can look up. And essentially what most of them are is their pet sitting. So let's say, for example, one of the recent examples that I heard about this is there was a couple in Germany, I want to say, they were a retired couple and they were traveling to go to New Zealand mm -hmm. to see their son for his wedding and they were going to spend an extended period of time with him. And they obviously didn't want to leave their house vacant sure. for two months, right? They're yeah. planning on leaving for two months. They didn't want to leave their house vacant for two months. So what they did is they, go on a, they went on a website, they got connected with a young couple who was in the area and they hooked them up together and this young couple stayed in their house for free they didn't pay anything to do this. The elderly couple didn't pay the young couple to stay in their house. It was a free exchange. And the two younger people essentially just lived in the house and took care of it, made sure the pets were well taken care of, made sure the plants were all watered. You know, everything's in running order. And they got free housing. Yeah. And the people didn't have to pay for somebody to watch their house. So this might be a kind of an interesting idea for you if you're looking at maybe a longer term thing. But I've also seen people who are doing this for vacation. Now, obviously, your plans have to connect with their availability that they're leaving, right? So that makes it a little bit more difficult maybe to get something that works for your schedule. But if you're free and you're able to, Kevin's point, maybe to work from home yeah. and you see a cool opportunity in a place that you want to visit and somebody on one of these sites is saying, hey, I need somebody to stay in my house for two weeks to watch my house. And you're like, hey, I work remote. I, I could do that. I've always wanted to go travel and visit this place. This might be a really cool opportunity for you. Yeah, absolutely. That's number two, house sit. Number three, buy ahead of time. So what we mean by that is buy ahead of time, but have a way to refund that buy. Yeah, make sure it's refundable when yes. you're buying that ahead of time. And Kevin's going to explain why that refundable part is really important. Yeah, so there's actually some studies out that show that you actually can save more money if you book 15 days before you leave at a hotel or a place that you stay. As much as 22% on a high scale hotel, 13% savings international, you can save up to 13% on your total hotel price if you book within 15 days of when you're leaving. Not three months out, not four months out. Yeah. So. You can even save up to about 10% on just a normal hotel, a 15 domestic, days out, normal yeah. domestic hotel. So the reason why we say buy ahead of time is because some people can't live with the fact that they have this whole vacation planned, but they don't have lodging secured until 15 days before. That's yeah. pretty hard to do if you're a planner. Stressful. It can be stressful. <laughs> so that's why we say buy ahead of time, yes, but make sure it's refundable. Because if you can find out that you can save up to 22% on something or 13%, it's worth oh, for sure. definitely over. Now, this is per night, too. So this could be if you're doing a five-night, seven-night stay. I mean, that adds up. Yeah, You're looking at hundreds of dollars that you could save over a period of time. That's for totally sure. worth 
doing that. And then the nice thing is too, is that you're eligible for all the deals that might come up, maybe promotions, that kind of thing. And you can snag it again at that and then cancel your other one. Which is why that refundable part is so important, yes. right? Getting ahead of time. So that we have that peace of mind that, you know what, at the end of the day, I have a spot that's hooked in, right? Yep. I know I have a place to stay, but now I can always just check the prices, right? And I can always keep shopping around and something pops up that's a great deal. Bye-bye old one, hello new one. Yeah, exactly. And when you're really looking at it too, it's always good to have that refundable thing because maybe you're not able to take the vacation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know? something could happen, right? Maybe yeah. there's a global pandemic. I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean things that doesn't happen. happen very often. No, hopefully I never guess. happens again in our lifetime. <laughs> it but. might happen. You never know. And, yeah. and you want to make sure that you're a little secure. Yes. So number three, buy ahead of time, but also make sure it's refundable. Number four. Number four, look at vacation planning sites and see where they recommend. All right, so this is really good option for people who are traveling to a place that you're not used to, right? If you go to a vacation spot every single year and you have a location that you really like, then this probably isn't gonna be that helpful. But if you're the kind of person, like my wife and I, who every single vacation that we go on, we try to go somewhere new, right? We, we pick a different state and a different city and we go somewhere and we experience that place because I don't know. We, I don't, I don't know. We, we don't want to go to the same place every year, right? So we you want to see I, new things. I want to see new, new stuff. Yeah. yeah. So this is a cool opportunity because a lot of times when you're going to a new place, it could be a little overwhelming, right? Because yeah. there's so many things and I don't know what to do. You can go on the different vacation planning sites and there's a ton of them out there and you can see what places they recommend at different price points. So this is great option for you. If you have a little bit less to spend, you can go to these places. You can say, well, these are what they're recommending. Then I can find the place. I can look at the reviews and I can say, you know what? I feel really confident with that. But a lot of times doing all that legwork to try to find that place is a little bit more difficult. And the vacation planning site has already done that work for you. Yeah. And TripAdvisor is probably the number one off the top of my head that I can think of. I've gone on that many times when I know we're going to a city just to look at what the top quick things are there. There's also like other sites that you can get discount stuff. I know for you, when, we, when we've talked about doing international travel, I know there's a couple sites that you've talked to me about, about lodging yeah. and transportation stuff and like all those different things that they kind of do all that legwork and they kind of give you like a vacation plan itinerary yes. to work you through. There, there's so many out there. So a lot of them, they might not look great graphically right they're kind of old school but the bones of it is amazing yeah and they have great information and they yeah. take it just takes a lot of stress off of you yes exactly so making sure you take kind of note of what's around the area is always nice and it helps you feel more comfortable because then you're there you're doing what you want to do and you've checked all the options and you know that that's the best option yeah. for your family or you or whoever's going and that helps give you kind of more peace of mind too yeah so. for sure so quick recap uh, number one swap housing Number two, house it. Number three, buy ahead of time. Make sure that it's refundable though because you can always save money potentially 15 days out according to studies. Number four, look at these vacation planning sites that have already done all the work, right? And use them to utilize some opportunities for you to save money on your housing. And then number five, stay a little bit farther away from the tourist areas, which kind of seems pretty logical, right? But a lot of times we don't really want to stay that far because I want to be close to what I'm doing. But studies show that if you stay like 10 minutes away, I'm not talking like you have to stay an hour and a half away. Yeah. 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away, you could save significant amount of money on your lodging. 
Yeah, exactly. And even more so, you get to see some other stuff that you might not normally see. The other thing you can do even is maybe rent bikes, depending on if it's a bike-friendly area. You might be able to do that and get to see some more of the town. But staying farther away, with every, I think it's with every like 10 minutes, there's a percentage that with each 10 minutes that you stay away, there's a percentage that it goes down in cost. So 15 to 20 minutes is kind of a good sweet spot because it's not that far away, but it's also far enough to where the prices are going down. So think about that. Kind of an easy one, but definitely makes sense. Number six, cheapest day to check in to a hotel. Now, this is a good one because when you're booking your stuff ahead of time, chances are pretty good. If you're like me, you're doing this months in advance Mm -hmm. and you want to have everything set and then you book it and you don't know when to book it. So you're looking at prices of, okay, if I book it on Sunday, if I book it on Monday, Sunday is the cheapest day to check in and Friday is the most expensive day to check in to a hotel. So staying during the week clearly has an economic difference for you. So going Sunday to Friday, Sunday to Thursday, that will generally be cheaper than even Friday to Monday because Friday, Saturdays, hotels know to jack those rates up because most people do go places on the weekends or yeah. combine a weekend in with a vacation. So they get those extra two free days off. So if you can, and some people can't, but if you can try and do it in the middle of the week, because at that point you're able to more bang for your buck. Plus most of the tourist attractions on those days are less busy. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be dealing with less people generally. So not only are you saving more money, but you're also going to be having less people, less time to wait, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's number six. Number seven on the last one here, we talked about swap housing, house sitting, buying ahead of time, but making sure that it can be refunded. Looking at vacation travel sites like TripAdvisor, undercover tourists, uh, stay a bit farther away from the main tourist area that up to 15, 20 minutes. That way you can save a little bit more if you're trying to save money there. Uh, check in on a Sunday versus a Friday and Airbnb and VRBO. These are big places to stay. There's so many cool things about these. The difference between Airbnb and VRBO really that I have found is that Airbnb allows you to rent just a single room Mm -hmm. in a house that some people might already be at or a single floor or the whole house or a whole bed and breakfast or part of a bed and breakfast. But a VRBO is it's a house and that's it. You'll always just get a house or you always get a building that is completely yours. Yeah. So we like the VRBO more because you know you're what you're going to get. Sometimes the Airbnbs can be a little bit more misleading and you get there and you're like, oh, this is just someone's room and they're next door. But typically they've done a pretty good job at, as of now to kind of weed that out. So it's not so much like that anymore. But just be aware when you're on Airbnb, filter by whole homes if that's what you are looking for. If you're okay with getting a room, that's fine too. But just know what your what the differences are there. Some tips there though, reach out to the renter personally through the app and see if they'll offer you a discount. This mm-hmm. is something that, why not try it? What have you got to lose, Worst right? they're gonna do is say no. I yeah. mean, then you can still get that house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like just say, hey, you know, I'm looking at doing this and would you mind taking a 10% off or 5% off or so much off? And the worst they say is no. And then you might be able to save some money. Also make sure that you kind of have done a little bit of research and you understand location of the house. Is it where you want it to be? Once again, that 15 minute rule. Yeah. Cause that could save you not only time right on housing, but that could save you time on gas. That could save you time on parking. So I think that's a, a big point when you're saving money. Yeah. And then the last one that's huge with Airbnb, especially, and also VRBO is understand the fees. A lot of times you'll see $300 a night and you'll be like, oh, okay, that's not bad. And then by the time you hit the checkout button, it's 
up to thousands. It yeah, seems they like. have three hundred dollars a night for the rental, then they have three hundred dollars a night for the cleaning fee. <laughs> yeah, You're like who are you hiring to clean your place? Yeah. What are we doing here? So what happened was is that in COVID they had to do these deep cleanings, and so they would put these fees on because it had to be completely deep cleaned for people to stay there. But they never took them off yeah. after the whole thing was done. So the fees are still on there. And on top of that, Airbnb and VRBO takes more of a share now. So a lot of these people that own them are charging another fee to make up for that. Yeah. So you'll get hit with at least two fees at this point, maybe three, depending on what it is. And then of course, taxes too. So just make sure that when you see $300 a night, know it's not $300 a night. Know that it's going to be more with all the fees and taxes before you book. So yeah. Seven tips, save money on your vacation housing. Uh, these are pretty good. We also uh, are continuing our series on vacation in general, ways to save money. But now we get to the moment that I'm sure you have all been waiting for. What I've Zach's waiting favorite for meal is, and you're about to find out. So what is Zach's favorite food? All right, so we've traveled a lot. My wife and I have traveled a lot. We've eaten a lot of food. I've made a lot of food. I've eaten a lot of food. There's been a lot of food in my life. And there's been a lot of events in my life that have been circled around food. So I have a lot of good food that I've eaten. There is one place that is, I don't know that it's like marketably better than everything else, but it's like marketably better than most of the places that I've ever been to in my life. And it's called the Fat Canary. Oh, yeah. It's in Williamsburg, Virginia. Oh, I love that place. Historic yes. Williamsburg. I think it was in Williamsburg. It's the best restaurant I've ever been to. (laughs) Um, My wife and I absolutely loved it. We went twice back-to-back nights because it was fantastic. They had a macadamia, and this is my, so if I'm going to pick one thing, this is the one thing. They had a macadamia nut pie that it was like a personal pie. It came out with a fresh, buttery, flaky crust. Hmm. It had like, like like a creme brulee, like a custard in it. And then it had like a sweet caramel glaze on top with like macadamia nuts that were that were sugared. And it had like that salty, sweet kind of a mix the, with the buttery, flaky crust and then the, the saltiness of the nuts. It was perfect. Oh, my goodness, like. dude. It was euphoric. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> Life-changing. It was incredible. So... I don't know what they did. <laughs> it's so much better than everything else I've ever eaten, but it was incredible. So if you're ever in Williamsburg, go to the Fat Canary. Their food was great too. Like the dinner entrees were fantastic too, but that dessert was, my wife got, we're going a little off track, but my wife got sorbet there. Oh yeah. And they had flavors of sorbet. She got coconut, pineapple, and then whatever the other one was. The pineapple one literally was like you cut a ripe pineapple and you just took a bite of the pineapple. It was incredible how fresh the stuff tasted. So if you're ever there, check out Fat Canary. There it is. Fantastic. Not a sponsor. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds awesome, actually. I love Williamsburg, too. So that's definitely going to Maybe next week. We can discuss your favorite food. So you have a week to yes. you have a stay week tuned. To think about it. At least I have more time than you did. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty easy because I love that place. <laughs> yeah. All right. So thank you uh, for listening to us this far. If you've been listening to us this whole time, we appreciate you. We really do. And we thank you for watching us on YouTube, listening to us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Like our Instagram page, Facebook page, YouTube. We're on there too if you want to see us. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>